Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole for our fifth episode of This Week in Carding. It's Wednesday, January the 9th, 2019, our third podcast of the new year, uh, aiming for about 100 here in 2019. Going to double our podcast output on the EKN Radio Network. We do want to start off by thanking everyone who has downloaded the app to their mobile device, whether it's uh, iTunes or Google Play. We appreciate it. You can always listen to the podcast on Podbean. That's where we host our podcasts. We've also reached out to put them on Spotify now, if you're a Spotify user. And you can always go to ecardinews.com slash podcast for a listing of all the shows that we put out. So this is This Week in Carding, a, a new podcast that we launched uh, late in the 2018 season, essentially taking the week's news from the ecardinews.com homepage, putting it into podcast form, perfect for the morning commute or your drive home. David Cole, lots going on right now, not surprising. It's it's one of those things where things kind of calm down a little bit you know, over the holiday season. And then <laughs> once we get past New Year's Eve, everybody shakes the hangover, uh, sucking back lots of water. And boom, you know, everything's like kind of planned. Stuff starts landing in the news desk and man, away we go. You know, silly season getting underway, but man, news rolling probably January 3rd on. Well, I think everything was in its forming stages during the uh, holiday break, actually, you know, as, yeah. as as we'll talk about later. You know, some of those deals were coming together uh, as we were at Daytona or just after Daytona. So uh uh, there is no downtime for for carding, that's for sure. As we we know, with uh, just being at Daytona uh, between Christmas and New Year's, and then obviously those those three weeks before that, guys were already testing and and uh, just getting ready for the 2019 season. If we have a look at the national level, as I had mentioned before, um, silly season definitely underway, and it's really surprising. I think this year, I've had a couple of conversations about the fact that the two drivers that won the Supercar USA Pro Tour headline classes, you know, in the X30 Senior and the Pro Shifter, the S1 category, Pro Stock Honda, both those drivers end up uh, departing and, and, and parting ways from their teams that they actually won the championship with. Uh, you know, first and foremost, Ryan Norberg uh, ends up uh, getting, you know, we get the announcement that PSL uh, is part of ways with Ryan Norberg. Of course, and the questions, where's the national number one plate going to land? Where's this guy going to go? And we heard some rumors uh, of some conversations and potential landing spots for the uh, very talented Florida driver. But uh, it did hit on eCardingNews.com when we learned that uh, uh, Mike Rawlson and the Rawlson Performance Group signing Ryan, uh, joining the team. Actually, first laps he took was, was just, just this past weekend at AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex down in Homestead, Florida. Their Carding Challenge event, the opening round of their track series. Uh, a number of drivers who are scheduled to go in the Scusa Winter Series opener, getting a little seat time there uh, in Homestead. Uh, Ryan jumping b- back onto a, an OTK product. He had run uh, previously with Team Felon and uh, Orlando Karting Center on a Tony Kart. That was his first Pro Tour championship. So back on OTK material um, and talking with Ryan, just a little you know messaging here and there. He was very pleased, very happy. Uh, he'll have the number one plate, of course, on the RPG machine, the Cosmic that Mike Rawlison runs, uh, pretty much the primary co- Cosmic team in North America. A uh, lot of great uh, success for, for Rawlison last year. Not surprising that uh, that RPG would be you know, a potential landing spot for Ryan. He was going to pick where he wanted to go to a certain extent. Uh, but he will, uh, being told, will you know, 
go to to try to defend and get his fourth straight Supercarts USA number one plate on the Pro Tour in uh, in X30 Senior. But uh, also, uh, David, a potential for some shifter card action for Ryan Norberg and maybe even some Rotax and Rock Cup events, according to, to Mike Rawlison. But uh, pretty big news. Norberg going to Rawlison Performance Group for 2019. Well, first off, uh, you know, early on at the Pro Tour level, we saw the number one plate really leave. Um, you know, I think, was it Phil Giebler? Somebody, I'm trying to remember who was the first championship. I think it was Phil Giebler you know, didn't, didn't defend the next year. And, and so early on in the pro tour, it was very rare to see a defending champion in the, in the tag senior category, come back and defend it. So I think Norberg's really stood out as, as the first one to do that. And, and at this level too, because obviously the pro tour is a lot bigger and a lot more competitive than what it was in those early years. So it's definitely something we continue to to follow. Uh, But yeah, Norberg going back, as you said, to the OTK brand, and with uh, Rawlison Performance Group, obviously the Cosmic brand is, is underneath that tent. And, you know, the RPG group, they go where the big races are. And so you, it, it's, it'll be no surprise to see Norberg at all the major events throughout 2019 season. And as you said, Rotax being possibly one of them or two of them. And, you know, some of the Rock Cup bigger events as well, too, because, uh, you know, Rawlison, you know, they're they're about driver development and, adding Norberg to the staff that's already there is, is a, is a big step and, and just, you know, makes it, makes them even stronger than what they are. Yeah. He's Ryan's another tool in the, in the toolbox for, for, uh, for Mike Rawls and really, a really impressive uh, pickup for RPG staying with, with uh, top level senior drivers. Let's have a look at uh, a new driver going to CRG Nordam uh, right before Christmas. They announced that uh, Tony Tesoro is going to join as the, as like the team manager kind of thing. Uh, but he went to work quickly, and uh, a new driver, David. Actually, you were you kind of dropped the hammer. We had learned about it through the you know through our our sources early, but uh, I like the fact that you teased about it uh, in our social media coverage on Instagram from when you were down at Daytona Manufacturers Cup, talking a bit about the new driver who uh, obviously officially announced for CRG Nordam. Yeah, as as you said, we learned through our sources that this was a possibility, and we thought possibly he could be racing down there. But uh, in, instead, he was down, you know, you know, he was down there coaching uh, during Daytona Kart Week. But uh, yeah, so we we spotted Austin Garrison wearing the CRG shirt, uh, and so we put that out on Instagram, and it was kind of a little fun. You know, people thought it was actually Tony, and it wasn't Tony; it was actually <laughs> Austin. You know, he's a little bit, Austin's a little bit tinier than, uh, than Tony's, Tony's arms are. So, uh, but yeah, so it's a, it's a cool combination. Obviously, uh, you know, Garrison's been, uh, a strong driver in the United States for a number of years now. So putting him with, uh, the CRG brand is going to be something cool and interesting to watch, uh, throughout the season. Uh, they've, they've gotten their feet wet, uh, working together. Uh, you know, just as Norberg did, uh, last week, uh, Garrison was there, uh, at, uh, AMR Motorplex at the karting challenge they had there and placed second to Norberg. So already, you know, out of the gate strong for, for, for Garrison aboard the CRG. And so it'll be interesting to see, watch them work together along with Brendan Baker as well, too, under the tent and all the other drivers as well, too. And, you know, Garrison being a shifter driver, you know, that's something I think we'll also see throughout the season as well, too, and something they kind of hinted at because 
uh, he could be running some select shifter races as well, too, aboard the very strong CRG. Yeah, no doubt about the uh, the fact that Garrison can, can wheel a, a six-speed. Uh, we've seen him do extremely well on, on the Scusa National level, uh, coming up through, of course, the S1, uh, the, the S2 uh, Pro Stock Honda, the uh, semi-pro class, then moving into pro. Uh, super impressive uh, for, for Garrison coming out of the box. All right, let's move on to uh, another one. Kind of, you know, we'd always, we follow the pro stuff, of course, but you always want to watch the young guys coming up the ranks. You know, I, I've said many times that David and I are, you and I, David, are, are kind of the only ones other than the officials that watch every race on the track at an event. It's interesting. Parents don't watch every race. They watch their kid. Teams usually watch certain drivers. They may not watch every race on track. You and I, uh, based on what we're doing with coverage and play-by-play, watch every race. So we're always watching these young kids coming up the ranks. It gives us an opportunity to really kind of follow them through uh, their progression up the ladder system. Uh, I've pretty impressive a pickup for Kart Sport North America, adding another driver on the Kart Republic. Over the last number of years, David, we watched uh, Brent Cruz uh, be a uh, really a force coming through the cadet categories, running with Nitro Kart. He moves to the Kart Republic in his debut in the junior categories. And again, you saw the debut down at the WK Daytona Kart Week. I'll let you talk about his uh, about his performances down there in his debut in junior. But uh, pretty big news to hit the EKN homepage and our social media networks over the last couple of weeks. That was Brent Cruz making the move to Kart Sport North America, putting him on the Kart Republic. Well, that was a deal that happened just days before WK Daytona Kart Week uh, with Cruz moving over to uh, Kart Sport and aboard the Kart Republic. You know, he's been a longtime Nitro Kart driver uh, for the last uh, at least two and a half years, if not three. Um, and again, he's not a, he's not someone nobody knows about. Uh, he has two IME international final wins and won the Rotax max challenge grand finals, micro max division as well too. uh, this December. So, uh, you know, obviously a lot of eyes are on Cruz, and he's and his move up to the junior ranks at just 10 years old, turning 11 in 2019 is, is something everybody's going to be watching. And again, it's, it's kind of the trend we're seeing with um, the the ages continuing to get lower and lower uh, for these categories. And, you know, no, it's no offense to him because his talent is there. Uh, it's more of the size maturity. Um, you know, I think he's there uh, mentally, I, uh, you know, watching him in, in the cadet races and, and, and obviously at Daytona, he's there. It's just, you know, it's the age factor. So uh, that's something we'll be watching throughout the year, but definitely a good, great pickup for uh, for Kart Sport and Kart Republic. Yeah, the age uh, dilemma or age discussion is something that we'll table to uh, one of our upcoming roundtable podcasts. I think that's a perfect one. Uh, Silly season continuing. Let's wrap up this particular section of episode five of This Week in Karting. We thank you for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. PR coming out uh, from Burrell Art North America. Three drivers uh, signed up for the 2019 season. Matias Ramirez, uh, Arthur Laced, and Caleb Gaffera all uh, moving either to or back uh, to the Burrell Art program. Matias Ramirez, of course, left, uh, ran with them for quite a while, did some, uh, some uh, showed great performance running for PSL and Burrell Art. Uh, he left after the 2017 season. Uh, potentially going to be running in the rock shifter and pro shifter scusa categories for PSL. 
Uh, Arthur Lace, I think, is an interesting uh, pickup. I know he's obviously uh, been doing some F4 racing. Uh, we'll do some more F4 racing, I believe, this year. 2015 Supercarts USA Super Nationals Tag Junior Champion. Arthur, actually, the younger brother of IndyCar driver Matthias Laced. Uh, being told that uh, Laced will represent the team in Rock Senior and X30 Senior in both the Florida Winter Tour and the uh, Scuzo Winter Series program. So Arthur Laced will be uh, running the red and white for PSL on Burrell Art. And then actually a pretty interesting move. We just talked about the fact that Brent Cruz making the move from the mini categories to junior with Kart Sport North America moving over from Nitro. Well, one of the big drivers that was, uh, you know, showing extremely well for Parolin, that's Caleb Gaffera, driver out of North Carolina. He's going to move up from the uh, from the micro division um, into junior, I believe, or rather into, into mini and mini rock and mini swift. Caleb Gaffera, him and his dad, uh, Chuck uh, David, jumping over to PSL karting. So a new chassis for Caleb Gaffera as well. Yeah, he's not quite there yet for the junior <laughs> no. division. Uh, yeah, let's let's not go micro to junior yet. Um, Caleb, I, I mean, mean, Chuck and I were actually talking about it. He was saying, yeah, this is what's happening. We're going to move to junior. And he was just obviously joking with me on text. I'm like, <laughs> no! And he just, he knows my feeling on that. So he was uh, he was lighting a fire on, under me. I'll, yeah. I'll get him back. Don't worry. Of course. We, yeah, we'll get him back. You can get him <laughs> back this weekend somehow. Sure. Uh, yeah, so it's a good good pickup for uh, for PSL, obviously, and, and Bra Art brand, uh, adding a young, uh, strong driver as, such as Caleb, who's already got a number of uh, victories and championships under his belt. So uh, that's a good move. We'll see how that works. And it'll be cool to see, uh, you know, uh, a Gaffar and Rudolph. I think yeah. Rudolph may be moving up to junior this year, though, but uh, cool to see those two names under the same tent. No doubt about uh, it. There's like second generation drivers, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the least, yeah, the least thing will be a pretty cool thing to watch. You know, I'm not quite sure what his car uh, schedule is going to be in 2019, but uh, yeah, obviously uh, he'll be hitting the winter winter programs uh, strong, trying to represent that brand. So we'll see. We'll have to keep watching that. And then, of course, yeah, Ramirez going back. Uh, he was super strong in 2017 at the end of the year, especially uh, at the Super Nats there and. So that's that's you know, potential for uh, some some wins and championships there as well. Uh, most definitely, we'll be watching it, and, and obviously, I'll be trackside at the Supercarts USA Winter Series opener at Homestead this weekend. I'll make sure uh, I touch base with Arthur Lace. We'll get a, an update on exactly what he's going to be doing. Will it be a full season, or will he be focusing after the Winter Series programs? Uh, going back to F4 or potentially the road to Indy as well. We'll uh, we'll give you full updates on everything we saw here and do a, a little update through our social media. Make sure you follow us uh, on all our EKN platforms throughout the weekend. A lot of social media coming to give you full coverage from the opening round of the Winter Series. Let's take a quick break here, folks. On the other side, we got to talk about some Rock Cup USA updates. They dropped some news here over the last couple of days that made its way to the EKN homepage. We get back more on This Week in Karting. This is Jim McKinney, and you're listening to EKN Radio Network 24-7. With the season winding down, it's time to start planning for 2019 and how you're going to take your racing to the next level. For so many race winners and championship winners, that choice was obvious. Joining the Rawlison Performance Group and its staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. We're dedicated to your development, your constant improvement, and your success. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. It's what we do. We win. 
Our tent is already fully booked for this year's Scoos of Supernationals in Las Vegas, but we're now reserving spots in our program for the 2019 Supercart USA Winter Series, the Pro Tour, the Supernationals, and both the California Pro Kart Challenge and the Can-Am Karting Challenge. If you're looking forward to 2019 and you want to explode out of the gate to put in the best season of your life, call us to reserve a space under our tent for the Supercarts USA Winter Series. It's been an incredible season at the Rawls Performance Group, and we couldn't be more proud of our drivers and their successes. On the Scusa Pro Tour, we won the S2 Stock Honda Championship and earned Vice Champion honors in S1 Stock Honda, X30 Senior, and X30 Masters. In the California Pro Car Challenge, we won the Mini Swift title, and in the Can-Am Karting Challenge, our drivers were crowned champions in Tag Senior, X30 Junior, and Micro Swift. If you want to fight for championships in 2019, call us. If you want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is the same. Call us at 503-260-4514. For Rawlison Performance Group, we race to win. Hey everybody, this is Chris Wheeler, Director of Motorsports for Bell Racing USA. For the 2018 Scusa Pro Tour, be sure to check out our partners, PSL Karting, for all of your on-site needs, from helmets, visors, accessories, and all hardware, so you can stay safe on the racetrack. New for 2018, the CMR KC7 Carbon, the first of its kind, the only carbon helmet in the world, approved by the CIK for youth use. Check it out at PSL Karting, and thanks for tuning in to EKM Live. Carts, parts, engines, tires, and tools. At SharkShifter.com, what you need is just a click away. We carry the biggest names in chassis, like Tony Cart and FA, DR Cart, CRG, and VLR. We have new chassis and all the parts you need. At SharkShifter.com, we also stock top quality replacement parts from Swift Components, like axles, sprockets, and hubs. We have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well, from cylinders, heads, and engine parts to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools, brake, battery, and exhaust tools, tire gauges, and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. Sharkshifter.com, your online source for carts and parts. This is Brian Jarscrack, and you're listening to the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to episode number five of This Week in Karting here on the EKN Radio Network, uh, the sports only streaming 24-7 radio station. Wednesday, January the 9th here in 2019, podcast number three of the season. Rob Howden alongside David Cole, uh, DC Rock Cup USA issuing some PR over the last couple of days, uh, beginning first uh, with, I guess it shouldn't be a huge surprise. It's kind of uh, been the momentum going. We'll talk more about it further in the program here today, but uh, Rock Cup USA announcing that pushback bumpers being added to the Florida Winter Tour and all Rock Cup promotion events. It's it's kind of the world trend. Uh, it's yeah. it's what we're seeing happening. 
you know, as we've we've uh, documented in the past, you know, we're not complete fans of it. Uh, it is doing one thing. It's helping starts. And that's that's a major uh, improvement that we've seen in in national and international racing is is, is at the starts. It's definitely solving problems there. Uh, you know, again, it's it's going to be for just those categories, except for shifter and Briggs. So your mini, your micro, your junior, senior, master, and plus the uh, 100cc categories as well, too. So, uh, uh, and they're going to implement, you know, obviously two different penalties, three seconds for a one side push in or five seconds for both sides. So again, uh, they're following the time penalties program instead of position penalties. You know, David, people, a lot of people don't like the pushback. Obviously you, you get into an incident that's not your fault. You're getting a time penalty, but the bottom line here, and I was thinking about this uh, when I was working out last weekend. The bottom line is wait, breaking you guys news. Brought this, you got breaking news. You were working out. <laughs> hey, listen, dude, we're like six, what, six months away. I know, I know. From Battle of the Brickyard, dude. Uh, I got it. Listen, yeah. I got to get myself back into race shape if I'm going head to head with David Cole at the greatest spectacle in racing. That's right. Indianapolis Motor Bring Speedway, it. my friend. Anyways, yeah. wow, what I was going to say was. When it comes to pushback bumpers, people don't like it, but you brought it upon yourself, right? That the only reason but pushbacks here is because the racing has been so crappy. Yeah, it's been so bad. So you brought it, you, you brought it on yourself. All you can do is suck it up and figure out how to deal with this particular technology that we're using. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah, that's and that's a good way to look at it. Now that's that's one way I can explain it to people who keep bitching and complaining about yeah. it. Hey. You brought you not could not necessarily be you, but everybody in the sport brought it upon themselves. Yeah, the overall and you exactly. Yeah, that's what it was. It's it's it well, it, and it's it's like that in life. There's a lot of rules and regulations that come about because certain people can't handle the way they do things, yep. and and so everybody has to suffer because of those one or two or three bad apples. And yeah. it's just it's kind of the, 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 the direction we're at in the sport now with, with this pushback bump. Well, I got one more rock cup thing. Then we're going to come back to another pushback. So stay with us folks. Uh, rock cup issuing another PR, actually more of an announcement. Uh, I got an email from Garrett Potter saying, Hey, we're going to, we want to do a big media challenge, a media dash for cash. You guys up for it. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Everybody's up for it. So a $1,500 dash for cash, at the second round of the Florida Winter Tour, of course, he uh, sent messages to myself, to Mike Marini at RTD, uh, to Cody Schindel at, uh, at Canadian Carding News, to Johnny Johnson at Cart360, kind of getting us all to throw some cash in. And I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds cool. So, you know, count, count us in. So top six qualifiers in the Rock Senior Qualifying Run in, in the February 17, uh, 15th to 17th event, which is the second round of the Winter Tour again at the Temp Circuit uh, in Miami at Hard Rock, uh, what do they call it, Dave? Hard Rock Stadium, I think. Yeah, so money going up there. New tires from Bridgestone. It's going to be an Australian Pursuit event, which I love. Our, uh, our, if you don't know what an Australian Pursuit is, six drivers on the racetrack, they take the green, and after every lap, the last guy's got to pull off. You invert the field based on qualifying. So the top qualifier is going to start uh, sixth. The sixth qualifier starts first. Traditional Le Mans style start. After two laps, last place guy goes off. Every lap, last place guy go, goes off. Final guy to come across the line ends up winning the cash. So pretty cool deal. I like it. Uh, and again, uh, Rock Cup USA having some fun. Uh, David, just a quick little blurb about the event. So this could be interesting. Um, I don't know if we had it in there. I think they just, they didn't really release it, I think, totally. I think we just put it on social. 
But the layout as well for the opening round of the Rock Cup uh, Winter Series, the Winter Tour in Homestead, rather in in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium, the layout's actually going to be the same as South Garda in Italy. I thought that was pretty cool. That'll be for, I believe, round one. And then yep. I think they're going to change it up for round two or else go the opposite direction. That's still, uh, I think, to be determined. Um it was kind of, uh, I, I forgot which way it went, but yeah, you, you, you shocked me on that one. I forgot about Sorry it. Sorry about that, dude. Um, well, it's clockwise, right? Guard is yes, clockwise. Yes, guard is clockwise. And depending on how, you know, safety aspects are, I'm not sure if they can yeah. go in the, in the reverse direction or not. I believe that was the, the goal for, uh, for their, uh, for their second round, which would be the, for the dash for cash, uh, dash for media cash. Cause again, I saw dash for media cash and I'm like, so do I get to go down there and raise or, you know, what was going on there? So, cause no, I so had that, no idea no, David, about this. So David, that would, that would be a media task for cash. Yeah. There you go. Or See, it had me all, but cash. you, but you yeah. had got my hopes up big when they put in the media and I'm like, what? That's me. Well, then, you yeah. are, listen, you are still, you know, really hanging your entire career off your win at the PRI Karting Classic in the media race. I know. At, you know, when you beat Jeremy well, Shaw. That's, that's really, well, that's yeah. really your, your, your claim to kind fame. Kind of like Norberg, I could have came in there with my number one plate and been like, you know, throwing it in, in everybody's face because, you know, I think the only competition I really have is Johnny Johnson because he's tiny still and he has that racing weight. So, and he, had, Dude, he, he was, was actually, the, a he was really strong driver. I mean, we all used <laughs> to be good. I mean, at one point, uh, you, I mean, you beat Tony Ventresca at one point, so you used to be good. Oh, hold on. Even Yes, I beat Tony Ventresca at the Oktoberfest Grand Prix. You know who else I beat that weekend? Mark Miller, yeah. Mark Miller, Le Mans 24 starter. Hell yeah, I beat So Miller. exactly. We all used to be good. So <laughs> you got my hopes up. <laughs> I think of the group but nowadays, the four of us, I think Johnny Johnson is probably the best driver. But then again, uh, we'd see. You never know, right? Oh, he's we'd been, put him in the wall. He's been on the couch for a long time. It, it you know, right. it'd be like Donkey Kong where we're just going to smash him into the wall over and over again. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm really, I am really excited to see how, because I love the Australian pursuit Me too. and, and doing the traditional Oman style. So it's, it's co- something completely different, which, you know, in today's carding world, you got to stand out with something unique and different. And this, you know, well, so it's kudos to, uh, to Potter for putting this together. Well, Supercar USA used to do it. That was one of Jim Murley's big things back in the late nineties when we had the Promoto Tour. That was right. his big well, deal. Yeah. He did the dash for cash. I, yeah, right? I'm not Bonner saying this is nothing Bonner. new. I'm just saying it's something unique because not not a lot of people are doing you know something different and unique each weekend. It's kind of the same old cut and copy and paste. You know. Well, yeah, but where I'm going with that was we we did it back then. Then no, then everybody didn't want to do it anymore. Right? It got so competitive that nobody wanted to to risk their chassis, risk anything, risk the engine. That's that's why it all stopped. Well, we'll so, find out. We'll see. Right? <laughs> We're gonna find out if if somebody's willing to risk their chassis or or maybe have a backup or I you know at least you know Bridgestone is providing them a new tire so you don't have to worry about tires. You use yeah. them that one session and 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 give them back. Uh, but yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. All right, let's go back. We got, I got another, uh, another bit here for this particular segment of this weekend carding, uh, more information coming to the EKN homepage back to pushback bumpers again, David, because the KPX carding championship, which is, uh, which has really been that, that 
traveling series in Northern California, which has just reinvigorated a lot of excitement. Started, of course, as a Briggs 206 only program. They added the KA100, which has been very popular, kind of setting it up and then perfectly slotting in as the official IKF regional program in NorCal. Uh, they're going to follow suit, David. Um, pushback bumpers for KPX Karting Championship for 2019. It's yeah. Again, I'm just I I don't know. I don't. Obviously, they're they probably see what we see. It, it helps at the starts. I know they've had some issues at starts uh, at some of the events that they've had. So you know, again, they're following. They're kind of following suit with you know Scusa, and I'm sure uh, you know that being an IKF uh, region. Uh, <clears throat> IKF is probably going to be, uh, instituting some pushback bumpers in, in, in some of the newer regions and in older regions that they have. So, uh, this could be, you know, the, the test or the, the pilot, uh, regional series, grassroots re- yeah. series that we have that utilizes this, um, route 66 here in the Midwest is already doing that, but they, again, are, are tied in with USPKS. So it kind of goes hand in foot you know, one rule for one goes to the other type deal. First uh, Briggs series, David, as you said, to to institute the pushback bumper here in the USA. What just? I know this is not really a, we don't need a lot of commentary here, but what are your thoughts on having it in Briggs? You and I both race a lot of Briggs. Do you need the pushback in Briggs? I don't, I don't know. Well, the not two years ago, we were arguing about full nose or CIK nose. I mean, that's other other than the West Coast since down south, the Midwest, we've argued about full nose piece or CIK nose. That's been the biggest yeah. issue. And it's still an issue today because I've had a couple of people, you know, through events and, and clubs and series ask me, which which direction should I go? Should I keep it open or should I restrict it to CIK only? Well, you know, so that's kind of the issue there um, in, in, in the Midwest. But but out there. You know, again, they ha- they're having issues at the starts. Uh, they're ha- they're seeing guys just driving uh, unresponsive, uh, irresponsibly. So this is a you know a way to help solve that. I don't. It is. I don't think Briggs needs it because again, we're it's it's a slower category, and there's a lot of a lot of difference in in levels of drivers. So you have a lot of really good drivers and you have a lot of beginner drivers. So, you know, some of the beginner drivers may make some some mistakes, but it's not necessarily because they're driving er erratically. And so now they're going to get penalized on top of it. If they do do something, a mistake. Well, I'll, you know, I'll make a note of it here because uh, uh, Chris Rossi and Kenny Manchester from KPX are are one of the uh, guys that we have, or two of the guys, one of the series that we have on the, uh, the target list for a, for a new Operation Grassroots podcast coming in either January or February. So that's something that we'll ask them straight up. What was the motivation? Why did you do it? But nonetheless, KPX Karting Championship going to push back bumpers for 2019. Of course, the program focuses on the Briggs 206 and KA100 classes. They'll run Junior 1, Junior 2, Senior and Masters in 206. And they'll run Junior, Senior, Master, and Super Masters in the KA100 class, kicking off the season March 16th, 17th in Shasta. Uh, April 27th, 28th, they go to Prairie City. May 18, 19 at Marina. Uh, June 22, 23 up at Prairie City. July 2021 at Stockton. And August 24, 25, the finale in Reno, Nevada. Stick with us, folks. More to come on the other side. 
Something we really haven't been talking about for the last couple of years. David Cole and I are going to bring up some information regarding America's Rotax program. This is Jake French, and you are listening to the EKN Radio Network. Do you want to drive the best? Drive a CRG. Our countless race wins and championships prove this fact, including taking the KZ Finals at the Scusa Super Nationals and the CIK World Championships in both 2016 and 2017. Our material is second to none. After years of independent American importers, CRG is now managed directly by the factory and run out of our state-of-the-art headquarters in Texas. CRG Nordam is the American arm of the CRG factory in Italy, and we're serious about success. We stock a wide variety of parts in all of our chassis, from the CRG Hero for the mini categories, to the Heron for tag race, the Road Rebel for gearbox competition, and the new FS4, which has been designed specifically for American four-cycle Briggs racing. If you're ready to step up to the national level, do it with a factory race team that competes across the USA. CRG Nordam is a full factory effort with the best personnel and the finest equipment. We're serious about winning, and you should be too. You've likely heard of us, and you may have seen us in the paddock. We're Mad Old Nut Racing, the official race team of Mad Croc Karting USA. You're going to see a lot more of us in 2019 as we expand our racing program in an effort to win more races while giving talented drivers the opportunities they need. Croc Promotions has some exciting developments coming in 2019, including a new dedicated facility to manufacture our carts in-house. We'll be in full control of our quality and material, and we'll be responsive to design updates that come from our R&D efforts. And when it comes to R&D for the U.S. market, we've signed reigning Scooter champion A.J. Myers for 2019, and he'll lead our team and will work to provide experience and insight for all of our drivers. We'll be front and center on the Supercard USA Winter Series and Pro Tour and the California Pro Kart Challenge. We're also excited about our new connection with Checkered Motorsports on the East Coast. As a new dealer and official Mad Croc Karting USA team, Checkered Motorsports will provide our Mad Croc drivers with the opportunity to compete in the biggest events east of the Mississippi. If you're a driver who has talent and passion and you're looking for that opportunity to shine, Contact us at Mad Old Nut Racing. Follow us on social media and don't waste any time in contacting us if you're looking for a top quality, affordable, race winning chassis or a spot in a team that places talent and commitment over the bottom line finances of karting. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock Engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. 
Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. Hello, karting fans. This is Sean Bailiff with Trendy Karting Group, and you're locked into the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Uh, you're either streaming it on the EKN Radio app or on EK, uh, rather ekartingnews.com slash radio, or you've waited for a bit and you've downloaded the podcast to your mobile device or are picking up the podcast on Spotify, Podbean, or on ecardingnews.com itself. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. This week in karting, episode number five, Wednesday, what day is today? January 9th. Uh, I'm packing up. I'm heading out to the Scusa Winter Series in the morning. Looking forward to it. Uh, but David, lots of news as we said coming into the EKN uh, news desk over the last uh, you know week to ten days, starting off the new year. Uh, got a call yesterday. Had a chat with Justin Stefani from J3 Competition, talking about Rotax, and that's you know not something we've discussed much over the last couple of years. Rotax had a, a you know a really strong run. Uh, through a number of years, began a, kind of as a club-level program. It was kind of this recreational kart package, as happens in karting. Uh, top guys, it got it got popular. People started racing. The pro guys got a hold of it, and all of a sudden, it goes from being you know, engine service centers to pro engine builders, and it becomes this massive deal, and and then uh, it kind of corrupted a little bit, and then some, you know, obviously, uh, storyline of Rotex kind of found its way to really get shelved for a couple of years. It's back, though, with a couple of promoters, RTX Group in the uh, southern states and J3 Competition in the northern states. But I had a conversation with Justin yesterday, uh, and you know what? Really exciting. Justin's uh, a guy that's been in the sport for a long time. I covered him early in his racing career. You know, ran WKA Constructors Championship, a lot of big events. The guy knows his stuff. And, of course, you know, J3 Competition, they've built their reputation on just, you know, professionalism, quality approach. And a big step for them to move in, David, as the Rotax importers uh, for the northern states. And uh, the conversation we had, very interesting. There's going to be a focus on club and regional racing, getting that Rotax back to where it was. Of course, you know, Rotax, BRP, Bombardier, such a uh, such a reputable name, uh, legendary name in motorsports and just motor development, any kind of power vehicles, power sports. But big for them, David, because they're really trying to rebound, not so much rebound, but reset, right? Get things going again for the road tax program here in the U S and I find it intriguing on how they're going to move forward. But talk a little bit about the, the news that did land. In fact, just landed today. I think it was top story today, uh, January 9th on ecartingnews.com. Yeah. As you said, a reset yeah. uh, of the road tax program here in the United States, because again, it's still, it's still booming uh, worldwide. Uh, it might not be as notable as it was for the last few years, but there's still the major event, the Rotex Max Challenge Grand Finals. And as you said, Bombardier is a major corporation, uh, global corporation that uh, is involved in, in, in motorsports so well. Uh, but here in the United States, uh, J3 competition, they've, they've taken over, as you said, the Northern Territory. Uh, and now a Stars and Stripes uh, Rotex program has been established for 2019 to where there will be two events uh, on the season. 
uh, one in the East and one in the West. Uh, the first being in the West scheduled for May with a location to be determined uh, probably in the next few weeks. Uh, but on the East Coast, uh, Pittsburgh International Race Complex uh, on the first weekend in August is going to host uh, the Stars and Stripes Open. Uh, the West event will be the Stars and Stripes Trophy. Uh, those two events will kind of be the, uh, the, the major events for Rotax here in the United States, uh, similar to what we've had uh, with the U.S. Open slash Grand Nationals uh, that was held the last two years uh, in New Jersey Motorsports Park. So, so now we're going to have two separate events where they're going to still incorporate the, the raffle engine where uh, competitors are entered and are given a raffle engine. This year, they're moving to just the engine to where a competitor uh, brings their own electronics, exhaust, and everything that bolts on uh, so it's ready to go. Uh, they're going to focus on limited event practice, so not camping out there for a full week and practicing, but no, you're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, done. Uh, and obviously limited tires, so you're not spending um, two months worth of salary on tires. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know, in, in talking to Justin, I just, I, I like the, I like the approach on this, this reset. You know, I, there's obviously the initial focus on supporting Rotax and there is existing Rotax racing at club events or, or clubs around the country, uh, club regional racing. You know, they're going to make sure the Rotax is available and supported for anybody who's running a Rotax in the assorted tag programs around the country. But again, they still have to service that, uh, you know, that draw, that desire for some people to go to the event because the Rotax grand finals is just one of those amazing events, you know, in, uh, in, in, in global karting. They just put on such a great show, bringing drivers in from around the world. You and I have had a chance to attend a couple of those grand finals. Um, and they, you know, the concept is, Hey, there's guys in this sport that want to be able to go to run that. We're going to run a couple of big events. We've got uh, grand finals tickets available. Again, that event uh, set for Sarno, uh, Sarno, Italy at the end of October. So they had to get the race done. The race is done early enough to, to get those tickets out there. So, Again, you know, just resetting the Rotax program, coming up with a couple of cool events, uh, start branding the Stars and Stripes side of it, and uh, it's again, I, I'm, I'm, it's intriguing. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out and, and how they kind of work to, you know, reset and to gain market share again. It, yeah, and you know, again, the the idea of bringing international drivers into the events as well, so it it, it has that luster that. Um, you know, ability for, for guys to come in and grab tickets, but also the ability, like you said, for club guys to come and, and to, to measure themselves up against the best in the, in the country, uh, if not the world, when, when you bring in the international drivers. So, you know, again, just a, a, a refocus uh, of the Rotax program here in the United States. And, and you gotta have, you gotta have those one or two main events, you know, that, uh, that stand out for, for your program. And, and this is, this is what it's going to be in 2019. Well, you know, Rotax, their calling card was always that uh, that reliability and that power plant. And again, we talk about uh, Rotax, BRP, Bombardier. They're a major player in the power sports world. And uh, the engine that the engine they brought out, obviously, was a fantastic engine designed for club and recreational karting. You know, the guys that were going out and having some fun, um, I think they might have been taxed a little bit. We, we you know, took it to the very absolute edge, uh, found some holes in it. Uh, they tried to come out with the Evo package, just some missteps, I think, in, in the American market. But uh, again, 
Rotax resetting. I'm sure we're going to see lots of news coming through e-carding news over the, uh, the, the coming months regarding uh, the Rotax program. So, David, let's have a look at some of the uh, the editorial that we had in the site as well, not just the news that, that landed uh, on the news desk, but we also, of course, had some original editorial. Um, I was chatting with Scott Barnes, uh, Skitchy Barnes. If you guys have uh, been around, you've seen Scott run Rock Island. There's a lot of road racing, uh, Battle of the Brickyard, Elkhart Grand Prix Super kind Nat. of stuff. Uh, Super Nationals, that's right. Uh, I was invited to go to Bermuda a couple of years ago for the dock, uh, yeah, the Dockyard uh, Grand Prix. Uh, a temporary event that they put on in Bermuda. It's it's super cool. 65,000 people live in Bermuda and they have a kart club. Uh, they, the, you know, the, the Bermuda karting club, uh, fantastic track and they're growing and they, you know, they brought the breaks 206 to the program and Scott and I were just talking and, and, you know, the CRG Bermuda uh, crew, the importers over there, uh, David Barbosa, they, they picked up three carts and put 206s on for arriving drives. So they're using them to bring people from Bermuda karting, but, Scott and I were gathered about the fact that, you know what, if you want to go to Bermuda for a vacation, uh, not a bad idea. Head over, do a little racing at the same time. I know Ron White was just there with the guys from CRG Bermuda. So we put together an article just on vacation karting. Head to Bermuda, do some karting, and uh, enjoy uh, what is a, an absolutely fantastic island country. Yes. Uh, I also threw... I was oh, going to say, yeah, it's no different than uh, guys in December that used to go to Hawaii on the West Coast. Uh, you know, yeah. they, they used to have that big, uh, the Hawaiian state championships, uh, yeah, the Maui, the Maui car club. Yep. You're right. So, uh, yeah, yeah right. I, I, I think it's a cool, you know, I hope one day I'll be able to get to go there maybe in the next couple of years, uh, uh, looking forward to, to just enjoying, uh, paradise while karting. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And, and the Barnes family are, uh, they're one of a million. I love them. Uh, also, you know, it started off the season, David, uh, this Monday, this, just to start the week off with with a new morning coffee column. Uh, I always say that I, I'm going to bang out a bunch of morning coffee columns throughout the year, and then I get caught up, and it doesn't happen. I've got about four or five already that I'm working on right now, so I'm hoping to get more consistent with it. But this one, I just wanted to kick things off and talk about the positivity uh, and, and pr- promoting positivity for carding on social media. You know, and it kind of – I got – Clint Boyer posted on Twitter that he had bought a, a kid cart for his son, Cash. And I saw that and went, man, he was super excited to get carting. You know, Clint wasn't sure if he was more excited or Cash was more excited. And for me, it, was, it just kind of, it struck me like, here's a guy that's super excited about carting, getting his kid in the sport. He's got 670,000 followers on Twitter. And he just po- posted out that he's excited to go carting with his kid. That's positive social media marketing for the sport of carting. And I think a lot of the times we use social media to you know, to bitch and gripe and discuss the sport, and really get aggressive on it. And I'm not saying that that conversation it needs to not happen. I love it happening. I'd rather see it on forums or on you know dedicated closed carding groups on Facebook so that your friends and family aren't seeing it. Because what you post to social media is what your friends and family consume. They're seeing it. And if you're saying carding sucks, it's too expensive. This new edge package sucks. This organization sucks. Every one of your friends is going to go. I don't know why this guy does carding. He obviously hates it, and I'm not getting into it, right? Instead of saying, wow, we just had the most amazing weekend with our family. My son, my daughter were racing. I love carding amazingly. That's what people are going to go, oh, man, I need to try this thing, right? Yeah, unfortunately, it's the internet, and uh, there's no there's no police or courtesy police. So it's, you know, again, you can say what you want and do you do what you want. The problem is, is it's always there. And I, I, I like the idea of, yes, some, you know, not negative, 
not necessarily negative. Yeah. Negativity or just that should be towards, it should still be in a positive manner. Like say, why are we doing it this way? Exactly. Not just, I fucking hate it or <laughs> you're stupid. You know, there's, there's definitely, yeah, there's, there's ways to form your, form your thoughts, especially on social media. Like I said, I use the reference of walking outside your, the restaurant you love and telling everybody that the food inside sucks and then hoping to walk back inside and keep eating. Right. It's just, it just doesn't work. Anyways, lots of editorial. We're going to be cranking out a lot of original editorial on ecardinews.com throughout 2019, as we have for the last 14 or 15 years. We appreciate everyone that supports the, uh, the website and comes there every day to have a look at it. We love it. Thank you very much. Please support the advertisers that you see on the website. They're the ones that make this happen. Uh, without our advertisers, we would not be here. Let's have a quick review, David. This weekend, carding of the podcasts, uh, the recent shows uh, that we've had out uh, that are, of course, available on, uh, on EKN in, in podcast form. David, you prepped up the Hot Seat uh, interview I had with Ryan Norberg. That was actually before the Hot Seat talked about him leaving PSL. Had nothing to do with, with, with Rawls and Performance Group and the new team, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I sat down with Kevin Williams and Mike Tetro from the WKA. That was a really informative industry insider podcast. Loved it. Um, we, we launched, uh, we had our, our fourth This Week in Carding from December 21st. That's now available on podcast form if you haven't seen it. And a big one. Um, I had to pin him down because he was running around like crazy. I was able to carve an hour, actually an hour and a half it ended up being, uh, Industry Insider with Tom Kutcher uh, from Supercarts USA. And I've known Tom for a long time, and I was really happy with that podcast. He kind of just relaxed, let his guard down a little bit, and, and we just talked about the sport, Supercarts USA. I thought that was a really cool podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, again, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, or you can get it on the website as well. That was a great podcast, David. With, uh, it, with it was it was no conversation <laughs> with you know there wasn't enough swearing and and him yelling at people off camera, but he did, at he least, did really well. Yeah, he, yeah, I think. And again, like you said, you known him a long time, so it, it makes him a little bit more comfortable uh, in the interview aspect of it. Lots and lots of content coming on the EKN Radio Network and, of course, in podcast form. As I said, we're aiming for a hundred podcasts. Uh, proud of David, myself. We knocked out fifty-three last year, but aiming for a hundred. Uh, we got a debrief. We did the debrief with uh, David coming from the WK Daytona race at Cart Week. He was able to give us all the info that's playing on the EKN Radio Network right now. You can always go to ekn.com or radio Below the radio player is what's coming. It's our schedule. So anytime you want to know what's on the ECAN radio network coming up, that's the easiest way to see it. Uh, that's, of course, playing. I just did an industry insider with uh, TJ Helsma, uh, the promoter of the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando, a new 24-hour race. We're going to get that, of course, in podcast form next week. It's playing on the ECAN radio right now. And planned podcasts. I've reached out to uh, Mike Burrell from USAC Carding. We want to chat about the Battle of the Brickyard, uh, the Elkhart Grand Prix, and they're actually working as the uh, essentially the, uh, the the guys that are going to run the 24 Hours of Orlando. Also was messaging yesterday with Marker Oldoffer from Gear Up F-Series. He's got a ton of stuff going, continuing his focus on the KZ program with I think it's calling it the, either the North American KZ Championship, something like that. They've had a lot of KZ guys, so that's going to keep going. And... I don't know if I can do it or not, but I'm going to try to, to track down Garrett Potter from Rock Cup USA, David. He's uh, he's a little busy right now, but I'll try to track him down to see if we can't get things dialed in. Yeah, he, he's a little busy getting set up for uh, next weekend. But uh, again, lot and there's a lot more people that uh, we're in contact with, and it's just a matter of time and 
and, and energy to get everybody on the right page and get them locked in for interviews and Q and A's. Let's wrap this things up, folks. Coming on EKN, of course, I'm heading this weekend to the opening round of the Supercars USA Winter Series, January 11th, 12th, and 13th at AM, uh, AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, presented by MG Tires. That's this weekend, full EKN trackside live coverage presented by Cooper Tires. Uh, we'll be hammering social media as well. A lot of great uh, stuff. We're going to be telling the story on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's the best way to, to follow what's going on. A lot of content coming, of course, on Instagram. And I'm going to be doing the uh, the Saturday, probably Friday night and Saturday night, and maybe even Sunday night uh, Facebook Live Q&As. Hop on there, ask any questions you may have. Uh, February 8th, 9th, and 10th, David Cole and I both trackside. He'll be uh, West Coast for the opening round of the Challenge of the Americas Rock Cup Winter Series program. February 8th, 9th, and 10th at CalSpeed. Same weekend, I'll be back at Homestead for the final two rounds of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. Editorially, uh, David will be uh, turning his phone off because he's going to work on the Briggs & Stratton Weekly Racing Series uh, 2018 Top 10 Profiles. That's a lot of work, no doubt about that, connecting with all the top four-cycle drivers as part of our Operation Grassroots effort to continue to promote 206 competition. And capping it all off, we're going to go to work on our 2019 chassis showroom articles. So essentially, we will be profiling uh, the top chassis that will be available. We'll have some information on the importers, the the chassis itself. But we'll detail probably two to three, maybe four chassis that they have for sale. So if you're looking to buy a brand new go-kart, have a look. We're going to be having those those chassis showroom articles appearing likely, uh, I'm going to say mid to late January. Then, of course, through to, uh, you know, February and March. When those of us who can't race in January and February, David, uh, are looking to buy a chassis because we're waiting until May for everything to, to thaw before we can go racing. Maybe April. <laughs> Maybe April. True enough. I've been on track early April, but man, we normally don't go racing until uh, mid-May or early May, at least up here in Ontario. That's for sure. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been it. We're done. David Cole, anything else to add for this week in karting? Uh, happy hump day. It is, yeah. What day is it? Hump day. Wednesday, January the 9th, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. And thank you for supporting the EKN Radio Network. Uh, Do us a favor. On iTunes, Google Play, go on, leave us a review. We need that review. Just, you know, give us a thumbs up, whatever it may be. We love hearing your comments as well. And share, share, share. Anytime we get this on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, please share, retweet and repost. We appreciate it. It allows us to expand the message of carding and ecardingnews.com. This is it. This has been episode five of This Week in Carding. Again, taking all the news from the EKN homepage, put it in podcast form. Hopefully, you're using it to to, drive to work or heading home after a tough day at the office. Thank you so much, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. (laughs) 